Here we go again. Welcome to Drinking Beer, Talking Fantasy Sports. This is episode 11. My name is Christian Parise. John Wrighty here with us. How's it going tonight, buddy? Busy, busy week. Yeah, it's been a big one for both of us. Uh, it's been uh, probably two weeks since we recorded now. Maybe we recorded last on a Sunday night, almost two weeks ago. But yeah, uh, moving into a new house here. I know you had a little bit of excitement last week too, so... Yeah, yeah, had a baby. Uh, big time <laughs> excitement around here. <laughs> yeah, number three. Congrats. Yeah, thanks so much, and congrats on the new house too. Yeah, thanks. It's been uh, a whirlwind. It sure has. So naturally, we took the week off last week. Just uh, didn't have the time. Had to yeah. put this on the back burner, but uh, yeah, we're back into it now. Did you have the chance to watch any sports the last couple weeks? Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. there's a. Uh, there was a lot of downtime. Just the schedules were all over the place. Some super late nights, super early mornings. But yeah, always fun. Always fun time for football. Good, good. Yeah, I snuck a little bit of the Sunday games in there and uh, watched last night's hockey games, the season openers. So yeah, watched both of those. Nice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. NHL underway. Um, yeah. Leafs and Habs tonight. Not looking yeah. too good for your Habs on the, the opener. They just, just lost 2-1. Yeah, the buzzer just went here as we started recording, eh? 2-1 in Toronto. Yeah. Both of our teams without a couple of key guys, but... um, Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, long season this year. Yeah, 82 games this year, fans back in the stands. Um, What are you liking about Toronto right now? Or not liking? Uh, what I do like is it's it's mostly the same team, so there's going to be a lot of consistency. Uh, <laughs> hopefully that's for the better. I know last year didn't end as well as we would have liked, but um, consistency. It's all the Stanley Cup winners kind of go through those growing pains with the same core for you know three, four, or five years. So I do like the consistency aspect. Right on. Anything uh, not not in love with right now or question marks? Um, I'm not sure that our depth is as good as it was last year. We didn't, uh, Jumbo, we lost Jumbo Joe was a big contributor. Um, not so much in the playoffs, but regular season, that leadership aspect and Felino has gone. So it, it'll be up to the young guys to kind of take over that role, uh, put up or shut up as they say this year. Yeah, really. Uh, how about, uh, how about your Habs? Um, pretty big changes, whether it's due to injury or illness or, um, a few moves in the off season. I know our, um, especially up the middle, we look a lot different with Dino leaving and Cook and Yemi um, getting poached there by Carolina. Right. So interested to see how that plays out. And similar idea, our depth doesn't look as good on paper right now. Like that fourth line has some question marks, I think. Um, pretty inexperienced, uh, not inexperienced, but um, not a big name on our 
fourth line there, Paquette. I think he used to play for Tampa at one point, but not a big contributor. So now we've got Christian Dvorak in center who looked actually pretty good today. He had a little bit of a little bit of pop. He was good in the faceoff circle. So um looking forward to that. It's a it's a different look than Danelle, of course, like shut down center, wins every face off, that kind of thing. So they might be a little bit more offensive minded this year. And yeah, losing Weber on the back end kind of hurt. And of course, um Carey Price, no timeline for his return, but hearing maybe before Christmas. Um while he works through the NHL player assistance program. So yeah, there there's some question marks. It's not the same team as last year, that's for sure. But yeah, they did like, make some nice additions. Yeah, they lost. Well, they're not without those guys. They're just hurt or kind of dealing with stuff. So hopefully they'll be back later. I think I think Weber's done for the year. Um, we didn't have Matt Hoffman in the lineup tonight. I think yeah. he's gonna his returns pretty soon. And then Joel Edmondson wasn't in the lineup tonight either. Um, but he should be back this this week or next too, I think. Um, so it's not long term, but that'll be a boost to our D. Cool. So, yeah. TBD. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I think it'll be a fun team to watch. Oh, Cole Caulfield looked great tonight. Yeah, he, he looked like he picked right up with Suzuki and Tafali and had chemistry again. So that's good to see. Sick. What uh, yeah. what beer are you drinking tonight? Um, I am having. A homebrewed IPA. I think I actually had this one on the last podcast when it was super fresh, really green. Um, actually, probably better now that the hops have mellowed out a little bit and it is quite malty. So that just improves with time and um, gets a little rounder in flavor, a little more melded together, that kind of thing. It's nice. good. Yeah. Nice. What are you having? Um, I have a bottle of Peach Wildwood from Bench Brewery. It's one of their uh, special sour brews. Um, I get one of these from time to time. This one, actually, the brewery dropped off uh, a ton of beer at our winery. Sweet. And, yeah, we got to take a bunch of them just uh, being in the kitchen and all that. So, right on. That's cool. Yeah. It's uh, it's obviously it's a sour. It's got some tartness to it. Nothing too bold. It's, it's a lighter sour. Um, it has hints of peaches, obviously. Yeah. And uh, other stone fruits, but it's nice. I don't know if you can get like their their bottles out that way. No, even like yeah. shipping. Yep. No dice on that from from the breweries with all like these around it. But um, we see the odd bench beer out here, but not like that. Yeah. I'll have to collect a few for the uh, for the holiday season for you. Sweet, yeah. I'd be into that. What do we got here for the episode today? We are going to go over week five in the NFL, uh, just some highlights and some performances that weren't that great. Uh, we are also going to go into our NHL fantasy draft that we did last week. Was that last week? It seems like it might have been two, three weeks ago, but that's it just how it was. It was just last week, I think. It was a Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday night last that's week. Right. Last yeah, we week. We're recording in. Wednesday now, so yeah, right. week ago. Time is nothing to me right now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll do it. We'll kind of go over our, our fantasy draft that we did for hockey in the League of Leagues. And, of course, we'll finish off with League of Leagues update. There's, there's a lot going on in that right now with basketball coming up, too. So, Yeah. Exciting yeah. times. Uh, we can cover some news just to start off. Um, 
I'll do, yeah, I'll start with NBA. Kyrie Irving drama continues. As most of you probably know, he's uh, anti-vax, so the team's kind of drawn a line in the sand. He either gets vaxxed or he does not play for them. He was probably able to play some away games for the team. Um, New York's got pretty strict COVID rules about the arenas and such. So uh, the GM basically just said, if you can't play all the games, you're not going to play any of them with us for you know team chemistry and, and all that. So mm-hmm. that is ongoing. Uh, speaking of COVID, a couple of players, Jalen Brown and Al Horford, have tested positive. Uh, season's not for... Um, it starts next week, I think, so I'm sure they'll be cleared by then, hopefully. And some more drama. Uh, ben Simmons, he actually arrived in in Philly today, so he seems like he's caving. They're maybe going to work out a deal, but he's at least going to play for them until until a trade happens, which that's the right thing to do. You don't want to you know crumble your stock. Yeah, do you think uh, Kyrie plays this year? I don't. I honestly, I don't know. Like he said, he'd rather retire than get the shot. So he's he's pretty stubborn about it, which yeah, I mean yeah. that, that's his right. So he's made a lot of money. It'd be a yeah, shame he if he didn't have play. To get it, but he also doesn't have to play. So yeah. yeah, it'd be a shame. Yeah, for the game and for that team, for yeah. sure. But um, you know, the NBA usually handles these kinds of things better than the other four leagues, really. I, I know they got a pretty high vax rate. I mean, uh, yeah, pretty high vaccination rate. And um, I don't think they're going to mess around with it, especially yeah. when you look state by state and having to comply with all the different um, kind of COVID restrictions that are in place right now. So yeah. Yeah. I think they COVID like will stick in his heels and the NBA, of course, can't budge on it. Yep. And yeah, I don't know if we see him. Yeah, they have like a 97% uh, vaccination rate in the NBA, which is crazy. It's just a few of these stars have either like held out or decided just to get the shot. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, MLB, not a, you know, fantasy season's done, um, but we are mid uh, playoffs. Have you been following it much? Not much, just a bit of the Boston uh, Yankee series I was following, just being uh, a fan of the Jays in the AL East. Uh, so crazy run that Boston's on, for sure. It, yeah. It's magic in that field in the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah, the conference series are underway right now. Boston, Houston, and LA and San Fran. Um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it, but, you know, we're a fantasy show, so... That's what I'm looking at most of the time when it comes to MLB. For sure. Yeah, just just fans right now, not fantasy relevant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, NHL season started last night, as we said, with Vegas beating Seattle and Pittsburgh beating Tampa Bay. So a bit of a spoiler for Seattle's first game ever. And, uh, yeah, the, the Cup champions got beat. Just random guys were scoring for Pittsburgh, too. It was hilarious. Brian Boyle just signed a contract, like, earlier in the day. And <laughs> yeah, he got a goal, was, so. <laughs> Did you see him at the end of the game, his interview? No, no. It was no. kind of emotional, yeah. He was, uh, he talked about being out all year and kind of the previous year, doubting yeah. if he'd get signed, doubting yeah. why he was working. And then all of a sudden, he can show up that day, score a goal, contribute to his team's win. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Matthews is still out rehabbing his wrist. I know they something they said like three games he'd be out, so he obviously wasn't there for the opener this evening. Um, Brana, Detroit Red Wing, 
forward, he is going to be out four months Oof. minimum after he getting shoulder surgery. So that's a big loss. He was in our um, the sleeper picks that we did in a podcast a, a couple episodes ago. So it yeah. sucks to see him go. He was going to have a huge year, I thought. Uh, Quentin Byfield for the Kings. He's out definitely with a fractured ankle. So maybe after yeah, Christmas he's back. Yeah, Tough start to your uh, NHL career. Yeah, for sure. He was a highly drafted guy. And uh, yeah, there's lots of opportunity on the Kings this year. So it's a shame to see him go down so early. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then NFL side of things. Um, I think the probably the biggest fantasy impact um, injury-wise, Russell Wilson. He's going to be out uh, five to eight weeks. It was kind of a kind of a nasty finger injury i think um they were calling it just a sprain after but that thing did not look good afterwards so he's out for a bit um daniel jones uh concussion so got to work his way through the protocol there um mike glennon actually came in and looked okay so if you had some stock in the wide receivers there you're probably not going to see i don't think you're going to see a huge dip, a little, a little bit, but I think you're probably still okay with them. Um, Saquon, yeah, again, another nasty looking injury. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the replays of it, but yeah, uh, sprained ankle there. See, Clyde edwards helaire is going to be out for a few weeks with a knee sprain. Um, they signed Elijah McGuire, kind of vet yeah. who's moved around to the league a bit. Yep. Um, and rumors of Mylon Mack, so we'll see. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Galde, he's out with a knee injury right now. Surprise, um, surprise. Yeah, they they got beat up last week. Um, probably their top receiver, top running back, and Daniel Jones out. So, um, Shepard was out too. I don't know how Hans long Layton. that's going to be, but he will be back shortly, I think. Yeah, they were practicing uh, today. I think him and Slayton limited practice they put in, so okay, maybe they're back Slayton. this weekend. Yeah. yeah, they may be then. Um, Juju out with a shoulder injury and he could be done for the year. Um, yeah, so just another blow to that team. They haven't looked good all year and that's not going to help either. James Washington, though, maybe he carves out a little role there if you're in a deeper uh PPR type league. And they're tight end, Fry- what's his name? Firemouth, something like yeah, that. Fry-mouth. Yeah, the rookie. He might be a nice little ad too. Sneaky. Yeah, that's true. He's looked okay actually um, to start the year. So yeah, um, same thing. Probably a deeper league ad, but yeah. definitely somebody that you could target in the right matchup if you're a tight end streamer. For sure. How's your beer tasting, buddy? It's good. I've had uh, actually it was <laughs> the Habs game, so I've already had two today. So I feel I'm <laughs> loose for the pod. Very this nice. Is number three. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's good though. How about yours? Yeah, mine's doing really well too. I uh, I did have one uh, just as the kids went to bed and just was watching a bit of the Leafs game as well. So yeah, I bet this you need going it down easy. Night, eh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. they're going down <laughs> easy right now. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's good. Um... Yeah, want to jump into some. Big performances on the week. Maybe you lead us off there. For sure. Uh, the biggest was, well, Justin Herbert had four touchdowns and he rushed for one. 
and Tom Brady threw for five touchdowns. So those were the top two quarterbacks on the week. Tom Brady, he's uh, he's on fire this year. It's crazy. Yeah, he's been good. He's been really good. Uh, I don't know when that age issue is going to kick in, but I don't. Know. It doesn't seem like it's this year. <laughs> no, it does not. And Justin Herbert, he's he's really moving himself into that top five QB kind of conversation top four like he's he's right up there yeah i think if you're in a league that weighs uh throwing tds the same as like rushing tds or receiving tds he's definitely going to sneak in there some leagues just do four points of td passing and if he doesn't rush one in maybe he doesn't quite get to the lamar um lamar allen christian i mean uh kyler murray yeah that level but yeah He's he's been really good too. He's been great to watch. Um, Miles Gaskin, probably. Well, he's one of the more relevant running backs uh, that had a big week for us. We didn't start him, unfortunately. We've sat him everywhere for the first week. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a couple rough goes, so I think a lot of people sat him. Um, and the matchup yeah. looked like on paper it shouldn't have worked out. For sure. Yeah, there was a lot of reasons to, to bench him this week. Yeah, they were up against Tampa, right? So. Yeah. Tampa's been really stingy, Randy. Yeah, he uh, ten receptions, seventy-four yards, and two touchdowns. I think he only rushed for like twenty-five yards, so he he did nothing rushing the ball. It was all receiving. Yeah, if you were worried about his rushing work, you were right. But um, on the other hand, they had to throw it, and he was uh, an easy outlet for um, Miami's quarterback just to dump it off to him, and he made Brissett. Yeah, yeah, he he made it work. Yeah, Brissett there. Um, 10 receptions so you can't always look at that the red and green um, good matchup bad matchup on your fantasy app and think this is the guy I sit because all of a sudden Gaskin's like their top receiver on the week for sure and uh, he's got a couple nice matchups coming up the next two weeks so yeah I was texting John earlier I was just saying we should you know if he hits again this coming week we'll try to offload him and get something because it does get a bit harder after that but yeah could be yeah. uh could be a tough road for him. So um and he's gonna be up and down, but if he puts together some good performances, yeah. I think he's a sell sell high. Yeah. Ish, if you can call it that. Yeah. Robert Woods, twelve receptions for hundred and fifty yards. He uh obviously showed up to the breakfast with Matt, Matt Stafford this, this <laughs> past week because <laughs> he was targeted early often. Um yeah, he was he was crazy to watch that. I, I was playing against him in one league, so I was getting a little frustrated. But yeah, he must have been paying for breakfast, not just not just kind yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark Andrews, if anybody watched the uh, the Monday Nighter, this guy must have swung so many fantasy matchups in 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 his favor. Eleven receptions, hundred forty seven yards, and two touchdowns. And obviously, Lamar Jackson had a, a crazy game too. Uh, it went to overtime, which always helps. But, yeah, this was huge. I own him in a lot of leagues, so it was really nice to see. Yeah, between him, if you owned him and Lamar, I think, depending on your format, you put up between 70 and 90 points with the two players. That's unreal. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. <laughs> on a Monday night. Like, <laughs> yeah. It destroyed some matchups, I'm sure. What else? Uh, oh, Jonathan Taylor. This He looked crazy this game. Yeah, 53 rushing yards, yeah, and 116 receiving yards. He looked like... He found the end zone there too, right? He did, yeah. He busted off a big run early on. 
Yeah, you. I know you took him first overall in the uh, the one keeper league that we joined late. Um, but it, it looked like for good reason after watching him in this game. He looked crazy. Yeah, it uh, it was also my first win in that league. So it, it started at a weird time. So I'm like, I think I'm one in three there now, or maybe one in two. Yeah. But uh, yeah, between him and Jalen Hurts and had a couple other decent performances in there, I finally got a win. Nice. And he has the easiest running back schedule the rest of season I was reading today. Yeah, that's good to see too. Uh, and, and, maybe, other- and maybe moving Marlon Mack, so... Yeah, that helps. I don't know why yeah. they were giving him carries, but I guess just to showcase him before they trade him. I don't know. Yeah, because he's coming off an Achilles injury, and I think there was some doubts around, does he have it, or are they just saying that he's, you know, in practice and has it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Achilles. He's coming off an Achilles, right? Yeah. Uh, and then last good one uh, of note, Kadarius Tony. He uh, was the fourth receiver taken in the draft. And he looked awesome. He's finally getting some targets. He was kind of buried in the depth chart behind uh, Galladay, Slayton, Shepard, all those guys. But he uh, he made a statement in this game. I know he was ejected. He threw a punch or whatever. So that was pretty interesting. But he did. I think he cashed in for two touchdowns, right? So huge coming out yeah. party for him. I don't know if he sees a suspension out of it or not, or the ejection was punishment enough. But we'll see. Um, with Galladay maybe out for a little bit here, and Slayton and Shepard still nursing injuries, there's going to be opportunity for him. Yeah, we uh, picked him up in our League of Leagues league. He, yeah, he could be a league winner. I've been reading, but that's obviously like his his ceiling. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if if everybody's healthy, then you worry about him a little bit. But I think while while the opportunity is there, he's going to get fed and. He showed he can um, be productive when he has the opportunity. Definitely. All right, you want to uh, lay off bad performances? Yeah. Um, yep, there were some bad ones for sure. We were on the receiving end of some of them. Um, Kyler Murray, um, his worst game of the year, maybe what will be his worst game of the season, threw for two, 239 and one, did nothing on the ground. Um, this game was low scoring and it was like, you know, game script score kind of thing. Yep. They bottled him up. I think they they did pull out the win against San Fran, 17-10. But, um, yeah, you're disappointed if you had Kyler. Um, San Fran's got a decent D and, and they can play any way that, you know, they need to to get the win. They can get in a shootout and they can shut teams down. So, yep, for sure. yeah. Um, Saquon and CEH, we talked about, they are both hurt, so um, neither are season-ending, but you're going to be without them for a little bit. Diggs, again, a guy that, between all the leagues that we're in, I know we have some stock in him, two for 69. It was all, uh, you know, Emmanuel Sanders there. Like, Allen didn't have a bad game at all, um, but Emmanuel Sanders was the beneficiary of it. Um and Dawson Knox. Yeah, Dawson Knox, too. Jeez, Dawson Knox has been unreal. He's going to, I think he's going to finish definitely inside the top 10. Yep. He's on his way to top five, I think. He's, he's been pretty good. Um, 
if he's still on your waivers, he shouldn't be, and he should be like rostered and in a hundred percent roster in the leagues. Yeah. I think he's that guy. Yeah. He's he's the Robert Tanyan from last year. Yeah, he was uh, always one of them. I def yeah, I picked him up in a few places, so happy about that. But missed out on him and a few others, so a little late to it. Um, what do you think of Diggs' long term outlook? Oh, I'm not worried. He uh, he still leads the team in routes run. Um, he still gets targeted a bunch, and the uh, yeah, this previous game only two catches. One of them was for like 45 yards or something. Yeah. And he almost had a touchdown on the other. So, like, I'm not too worried. He's The usage is still there, and he still has that chemistry with Josh Allen. So, uh, yeah. a few more weeks. He goes on by week seven, I think. Yes. Um, yes. So, yeah, not much you can do in the next couple weeks anyways. But, yeah, I'm not too worried. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a there's a couple more reliable receivers in in the team with Knox and with Sanders like they had John Brown last year but he missed so much of it injured that he didn't really have an impact so Beasley was the next best thing and I know I we chatted about him a lot preseason but I think Sanders and Knox are going to be the the next goes to is after Diggs especially when Diggs is seeing some tough coverage but yeah I'm not worried about him he's still elite yeah, he, yeah, the real loser in all this is, is Cole Beasley. He's not being utilized at all. He's basically droppable. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking at him in my in my league. So he, he had a couple of good games this year, but you can't predict when that's gonna come. Yep. Uh Miles Sanders, he had another down week and like he was pretty highly drafted. Probably definitely going before like Gaskin, maybe shortly after Josh Jacobs, late third, early fourth. Um, he had a one decent week, the very first week of the season, and he's been held under, I think, eight points in half PPR every week since. So, yeah, I just wanted to throw his name out there, too, just because it wasn't particularly bad, but in relation to the rest of them or the rest of his weeks, but consistently bad, so... Yeah, he uh, he. I feel like the coaches don't know how to use him. I, yeah, because the talent's there. You can see it. And yeah, Gainwell's there, who's who's pretty good too. And they just drafted him. But I don't know. Miles Sanders got to get traded somewhere because he's not being used properly, in my opinion. Yeah, there's a lot of untapped potential there. I think with Sanders, so maybe some game script things help him out, or um, a little bit of change in scheme this coming week doesn't look good for him because they're in that Thursday nighter against Tampa, um, right? Tampa. And yep. I think you're going to see a lot of Gainwell out of the backfield. Like Gaskin had success there um, yep. with, with some short, short receptions and, you know, breaking free for some yardage. So I, I don't think this is the week for Sanders and I'm going to be, I got him in a couple places and I'm going to be debating whether I start him or not. Yep. Yeah, tough, man. Going into week seven next week, it could be a real question mark. I'd be yeah. I'd be thinking about trading him, but I don't even know who you're going to get for him He's right now. I don't know. I have him in our dynasty league that we're in, and I have Gainwell there, too. Like, I might just yeah. start Gainwell over him. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. Ballsy, but no, I agree with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Terry McLaurin didn't have a great game. Um, plenty of targets, 11 targets, only hauled in four of them for 46 yards. So pretty disappointing there. Um, but I don't think you have much to worry about. And then 
Adam Thielen, um, two two of three receptions, or sorry, two of three receiving and forty yards. Last two games have been close to that. I think the one before was like three for fifty and no touchdown, no touchdown here either. So yeah, um, yeah, Adam Thielen, wide receiver too. There, I think. He yeah. Is, yeah. He had a goose egg until like five minutes left of the game when they were just playing yeah. catch up there. <laughs> yeah, it was just um, on the final drive. It got them into range for the field goal, and they exactly. he, they scored on that to win, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, KJ Osborne's taking some receptions away from him. Uh, Kirk Cousins didn't have a great game this game. That, that played into it. And yeah, it was low scoring and defense. Dalvin, was... Cook's, Dalvin Cook's not there, right? So they, they can uh, definitely load up on the receivers. They're not... Defenses aren't too afraid of uh, Madison. No. Nope. So, yeah, that's impacted him too. Um, anyone there we chatted about uh, a buy low candidate for you? Yeah, like we own him, so I'm not going to buy low on him. But if you don't have him, and yeah, Stefan Diggs, like he's definitely not lived up to his ADP. Some of the owners might not be as comfortable with him as we are at this point of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still there for him. You just go out and grab him, and you set yourself up for the playoffs. Um, you're in a so you're in a like a non keeper league. Would you trade trade Jamar Chase for him? Yeah, I would. Yeah, you would give up Jamar Chase for Diggs. Yeah. Yep, for sure. I'm there. I'm just trying to think about who's kind of surprised. No, that's a good trade. Like I, I don't yeah. want to go sideways on receiver for receiver kind of thing, but yeah, I like. I was looking at Jamar Chase uh, the other day, trading for him, but yeah, um, um, Jamar Chase's stock is pretty high right now. Yeah. Um, what about Miles hmm. Sanders? I'd buy low on. Yeah, I think I. It would have to be a, a bit of a buy low, but running backs are hard to come by, and I think you've probably seen his worst performances. Yeah, I think there's probably going to be some better ones ahead. So, yeah, I'm okay with that. And I think Thielen, I would buy low on. Like, he wasn't highly drafted. People are probably disappointed the last two weeks. But um, I don't think K.J. Osborne takes over the wide receiver kind of two role. Um, and Kirk Cousins can is generally able to uh, make – two or three guys productive, whether it's two receivers and a tight end or um, three receivers. So Thielen's still going to get more targets than three a game. Like, yeah, yeah. He's got some good matchups so. Yeah, he's got Green Bay twice still. He's got Dallas, he's got Detroit. So there's some nice matchups there for him. Yeah, if you need some receiver help or you're like, how can I make my flex better? <laughs> Maybe Thielen is somebody people are willing to move on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, let's get into uh, legal league. There, yeah, we did our draft, and that the hockey's under the way, and football's going on. So, what uh, what happened with our football league? Yeah, football was a, a wild one. Like like we said, we had a couple of underwhelming performances. We had Murray not quite show up. Diggs had a low-scoring game. We benched Gaskin in favor of Jamal Williams, and Jamal Williams didn't have a bad game. Like, had he found the end zone, we would have been laughing. He had 
I don't know, almost eight points yeah. um, just in yards and, you know, half PPR. Um, but yeah, we, we did win and it was a nail biter. We won by uh, 0.3. So um, <laughs> that came all in the Sunday night game where we had Hill and Diggs. Like, Diggs didn't do much, but with <laughs> without him, we would have lost. <laughs> So yeah, it was a close one. We won point three. It was crazy. We are four and one in that league now, which is awesome. We're well on our way to playoff berth. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, we still need to do something about our RB situation. At least our our second RB, like Cream Hunt's been fantastic oh, for yes. where we drafted him. Awesome. Like, just <laughs> probably has a shot to finish as a. I mean, running back one. Yeah, but the he's other averaged one, about 18 points a week, which is sick. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the other one we need to figure out. It's been uh, mostly Gaskin we've been starting. We got Jamal Williams. We got Gainwell. I don't know if we play the matchups, but I think we're going to try to find a trade partner to add something there. Yeah, we, we've put out offers. I don't know. No one's biting. It's everyone just kind of waiting to see if they're going to make the playoffs or not. And then they'll start selling. And I think that's our chance. Yeah. And then I think we can look at. I'd be happy to add Sanders even just to add a low cost for yep. what he will provide, at least for consistency. Yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah, not really urgency. Just we can we're four and one without really dealing with that situation yet. So we're just we'll bide our time. We're, yeah, we're four and one with only having one RB actually put up yeah, points yeah. for us. <laughs> <laughs> and our receivers have kind of been they've never gotten on the same page. I don't think that's the problem. One of them will pop off, and the other two not to really do a whole lot. Yeah, for sure. D Hop scored this week for us, so yeah, he had a nice game. Yeah. Uh, and then as we mentioned, we did our. Hockey draft last Thursday night? Yeah, Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, so we drafted drafted fifth, and we ended up taking Austin Matthews first overall. Sorry, not first overall, fifth overall. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, we did uh, pretty well. I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. He won the Rock of Richard Trophy last year, and he's the center, so it's an awesome way to start off your draft. Yeah, you maybe you wanna wanna run us through the the picks real quick here. Yeah, yeah. We so we did Austin Matthews first. Uh, with the next pick, we did Sebastian Aho out of Carolina. So we started off with two centers, nice core there, and then we went Frederick Anderson uh, as our first goalie pick. Uh, just safe guy. They're gonna win a lot of games, and he is a pretty reliable goalie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did Johnny G, Johnny Hockey uh, as our fourth pick, uh, Sam Reinhardt as our fifth, and the sixth pick was Alex Lafreniere, which was our keeper, our first keeper that we kept. Um, with our other sixth-round pick, we went Linus Allmark, who is the presumed starter for Boston this year. They just acquired him. Uh, we talked one previous podcast about actually he was one of your sleeper picks i think yeah i think he could have a good season if he can establish himself as a pure number one there yeah uh we waited a bit on d so in the eighth round we took uh 
Klingberg out of Dallas, and then we had Jeff Petrie as our other keeper in the tenth round. So pretty solid uh, couple D men there, late late mm-hmm. picks. Uh, loaded up on another Florida player was Sam Bennett. And our final keeper in hockey was in the 12th round. We got Nick Suzuki. So pretty solid centers. We got Matthews, Aho, and Suzuki. It's a pretty, pretty deep center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, Sam Bennett at 11 and Nick Suzuki at 12 both could easily outperform that uh, draft capital. So, yep. yeah, that's, I sure. like that. Uh, then we just basically started trying to fill – uh, our D and get a, another goalie. So we went Sam Gerrard out of Colorado, who gets some pretty serious power play time um, with Makar. And did I say that right? Yeah. And then we hit uh, Ottawa's goalie, Matt Murray, in the 14th. Get the starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're going to lose a lot of games, but he'll get starts and a lot of saves. So um, yeah, he can steal some games. Yeah, he can steal some <laughs> yeah. games. And you know what? They're a young team. I think they're not going to be as bad as last year. For sure. Uh, 15th round. So this, this is kind of where we were focused on, like, these are some pretty serious keepers. So we went Jack Hughes, who was a first-round pick by the Devils uh, a couple years ago. Uh, so he could be – he's he's yeah, he could be a pretty solid keeper if he takes another step forward. It's a tough team for fantasy yeah. production, the Devils. But, uh, yeah, someone's got to put bucks in the net, so – yeah, they added Dougie Hamilton, so maybe that helps. Like, they're going to find power play time, and Hughes is going to be the number one center on that power play unit, and Hamilton yeah. will be out there with them. So, at least maybe get a little extra protection that way. Yeah. And then, uh, 16th round, we hit uh, the Rangers for actually, it's Lafreniere's line mate, Chris Kreider. So, that was a pretty sweet pick that late. He's, I mean, he's on the first line. He gets power play time. He's, he's a bit older, and I think that's why he sunk, but um, yeah, I was pretty happy with Crowder in the 16th. It was crazy. And then another old guy, Jeff Carter, who is going to play top line in Pittsburgh for, I don't know, a couple weeks until he moves to the wing with Crosby, I think. And last pick of the draft, we went Philip Hronick, who is, I think he's a top defenseman in, in Detroit. So, pretty solid wing, guys. Yeah, Hronik, um, he was a, a lot of experts were kind of calling him as a breakout candidate last year. You know, did take a little time to develop. He's not on the best team, but he is going to lead the team in probably ice time just overall and be out there in every situation. So, um, yeah, the opportunity's there. And if we can keep him for 15th next year, if he's, you know, takes a step forward, that's fantastic. For sure. Yeah, I was super happy with our team. We uh, we had a good draft. Yeah. Um, we had a few comments from league mates about Lafreniere in the six. You know, last year you went on the, you weren't yet in the League of Leagues, but I drafted him with an extra eighth round pick. I had two eighth round picks just through some deals. And so I took the shot, and he wasn't what. Uh, Everybody expected from a first-round pick, but, you know, some of these players take a little bit of time to establish themselves. So still at a six, I think the upside is there. 
Yeah, Rangers are going to be good this year. They got, you know, Panarin, Spinajad, Lafreniere. Like, they, they are going to be a lot better than they were last year. So, I think. Yeah, he's surrounded by talent for sure. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then what else have we got here? NBA draft is, it's this Sunday night, right? They backed up the time, but it's still this Sunday. Um, no, it got moved to Monday. They pushed it a little bit later. It's like oh, okay. 8.30 Monday. Okay. 8.30 uh, Mountain Dawn. So yeah, that, that's a late one for me, but like I said... Time does not try. matter to you at this moment, I guess. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> You'll uh, be watching the end of the Sunday Nighter. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, crappy Sunday Nighter, kind of. It's uh, it Dallas and Seattle. Uh, but Dallas... I mean, not Dallas. Uh, Seattle and... Pittsburgh. Ugh. Yeah, that could be. A... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, not the best, but you'll That's have the okay. draft to break up the end of it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So our NBA keepers, we'll just go over those real quick. We only ended up keeping two. It's the nature of the league. We're restricted to uh, ten. I think we had had eleven keepers this this league year. We like uh we have twelve a year. Oh, okay. I traded one of those keeper slots last year. Yep. For, hmm, I don't know what at this point, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so many deals. Yeah, uh, so we had eleven, two left. Cool. We ended up keeping um, Michael Porter Jr. for a third, and Colin Sexton for a seventh, which is pretty good yeah. value. I think so. Sexton had a really good year last year. Um, I think he finished, you know, if it was, if everybody was to redraft with how they finished, he would have been a third or fourth rounder. And then MPJ um, signed a big deal with uh, the Nuggets. And he's looked really good in the preseason, too. Um, he has, yep. So um, I'm excited for him. I think even in the third, we got a little bit of value there. Like, I think he, he could outperform his second-round ADP. For sure, yep. And I think we touched on it earlier podcast, but keeping a guy in the third and he probably goes in the second, that's it, the weighted value of that is really good. Yeah, the NBA rosters are really thin too, so um, it's just like 11 players per team, so even a round of value, especially at that point, I think that's that goes a long way. Yeah. And we yeah. draft, we draft twelfth in this uh, in this we, draft. So. Yeah, we draft twelfth, which, when you think of a third round pick, when our third round pick is the last pick of the third, it's like almost a fourth too. <laughs> yeah, that that part worked out nice. So we get pick twelve, pick thirteenth, and then MPJ at the back end of the third. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 good with that. Um, I think we'll where we are. We'll end up with a pretty balanced uh roster with our first few picks yeah we uh i don't think we've really gone over who we're gonna target at the end of that draft or or whatever but we got some time this week to go over it yeah we got a little work to do we'll probably you know our lives are slowly getting back to normal so maybe yeah. you record middle of next week and yeah. Have our draft results and the NBA season will have just kicked off then. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a wrap. That was uh, nice to get back into it. 
Yeah, no kidding. It's been a while, but yeah, <laughs> glad we got you. Yeah, life gets in the way. All right, well, everyone, have a good uh, good weekend and enjoy the Thursday nighter and the rest of the week's games and all that. And hockey season, it's all it's all getting busy again. Yeah, that Thursday night is, I think, going to be the game of the week. Philadelphia, Tampa Bay. Tampa will win, but it's going to be a shootout. So, enjoy. Cool. Take care, everyone. Yeah, take care. Peace.